1: Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy.
2: And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer.
1: Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips.
2: Tricks. And discounts. Indeed. This week we posted an article on the website that literally was the most popular article we have ever had on the Stressless Camping website. And that is an article about why won't your local RV dealer, do warranty work on your RV.
1: Yeah, why not? I take my Ford to my local Ford dealer.
2: You do? Wait, you have a Ford? Well, no. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, wait, is there a surprise or something? I don't know.
1: Thought that was just a name everybody would recognize. Usually, yeah, I'm just being a wiseacre. <laughs> I take my bike to the local bike shop. You
2: do, yeah. In fact, I just got my Rad power bike back, and boy, did I miss it! But anyway, yeah. you'll have to read the article because there are actually quite a few reasons. But one of the reasons is the shortage of RV techs. And I have said over and over and over again, indeed, if you know a young person who has some mechanical aptitude. I can't encourage you enough to advocate that they at least look at a career in the RV repair field. In fact, there was a study where the number of techs have not increased even though the RV industry this year is poised to sell as many as 600,000 RVs.
1: Yeah, it's been like 20 or 30 years since the number of techs increased. And we've like tripled the amount of people who are using RVs. Yeah.
2: And let's face it, after the pandemic, a lot of people are not just using those RVs, you know, a couple weeks a year they're living in them or traveling extensively. Yeah. But anyway, so why won't your RV dealer do warranty work on an RV if they sell the same brand? Oh boy, that is <laughs> a can of worms. And I will just refer you back to the article, but I will say that a big factor is the shortage of tax and just being able to get people to do the work. It is a loss for a lot of dealers. So in other words, doing your warranty work, they actually lose money on that.
1: Right. So why would they want to lose money on someone who didn't buy their RV there in the first place?
2: Right. And you might say, "Well, but 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 my Ford, that the mystical <laughs> Ford that you have, they do the work at the local dealership." Well, RV dealerships have a different agreement with the manufacturers, and it's not a franchise. So while your Ford dealer or a McDonald's or whatever can dictate things like paint color and whether they have brochures and all of that, basically your RV dealer agrees to buy RVs from the manufacturer, and that's a lot of what goes into those agreements, and pretty much that's it.
1: Right, so they're not like, quote-unquote, an official retailer of such and such brand
2: well it's not i mean they can
1: be official but they're not as you said they're not the franchised dealer for that brand and so they deal with a lot of
2: brands yeah you look at just about any rv dealer and they have half a dozen a dozen two dozen brands of rvs and it's a different thing and the article explains a lot and My gosh, it was popular, so I'm going to (laughs) just... And
1: do us a favor, read the article before you call and tell us we're wrong. Because (laughs) because when the article went live, a few people gave their opinions, which is fine, but they obviously hadn't read what Tony wrote.
2: And do feel encouraged to share the article, because I think it's something that a lot of people should know. Speaking of things you should know... I also just posted an article about, do you need a commercial driver's license to drive a Class A motorhome or larger fifth wheel? Oh,
1: that's a good thing to know, too.
2: Yep. So we're trying to provide information there. and stresslesscamping.com.
1: While you're at stresslesscamping.com, you know, we always encourage you to go to the Deals and Discounts page.
2: Yes, and Deals.
1: And we are going to especially encourage that right now until the end of the year. If you have any desire to join Harvest hosts or buy a gift membership for your friends. Yeah, that's
2: a good thing. (laughs) They have an additional discount. They're at 20% off through the end of the year.
1: Right. And that is very unusual and they don't do it very often. Normally you get a 15 percent discount through us but if you use that same link no matter what our website says right now if it says 15 that's okay up until the end of december 2021 in case you're listening to this later (laughs) (laughs) they are offering a 20 percent discount instead of the regular 15 so get in there before the end of the year and sign up for harvest hosts it's a great program you can camp at wineries you can camp at Peck breweries and museums farms and, and museums farms. yeah it's yeah, it's a great option to those crowded campgrounds that everybody's worried about.
2: One of the things you might want to take to a crowded campground or a harvest host location is an airstream.
1: you might if you have one
2: so we talked with Rich Lure. you might recognize the name. he is the publisher of Airstream Life magazine. And we wanted to know, what's the whole big deal and and why? Why would I want an Airstream?
1: When we talked to Rich about the magazine, we talked so much about other things that I thought, I don't want to just leave that on the cutting room floor, so (laughs) to speak. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to give you the rest of what Rich and we talked about. The rest of our story. (laughs) About Airstreams and another place to shop.
2: Indeed, so we'll be back with this after that. Welcome to our podcast, Rich Lure. Rich is from Airstream Life Magazine. Rich, welcome.
0: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be part of your show.
2: The Airstream brand probably is the most passionate brand in the RV business, I think.
0: Mm -hmm. I would agree with you. Yeah.
2: You know, you're sitting around the hot tub at the RV park, which we were doing yesterday. (laughs) and. somebody has any other coach, they may say, oh, I've got a class A or I've got a travel trailer. But if they have an Airstream, it's that's it. I have an Airstream.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, you know, for a long time, the Airstream was sort of like, you know, you, you grew up to an Airstream. You started with a pop-up when you were young married couple, and then you got a hard-sided travel trailer, and then you kind of worked your way up through the brands. And then when you got, you know, when you retired and you'd made your pile then you got your Airstream. That used to be the way it worked. And so it was sort of this aspirational thing. You know, someday I'm going to have a Mercedes-Benz. And (laughs) that's not true today, but that's the way it was for a long, long time.
2: Yeah. So even in, let's say, vintage times, Airstream has traditionally been an aspirational brand then.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's got this mystique. I mean, Airstream is the oldest surviving RV brand, bar none, since the 30s. There was a little shutdown for World War II, but basically, you know, the Airstream has been around for 90 plus, 90 years or so at this point. I've lost Mm -hmm. the exact count. They have the oldest club, the oldest RV club in existence, the, um, the Airstream Club International. It used to be called the Wally Byam Caravan Club. That was formed in the 50s, and it's still going on today. So there's all this incredible heritage. From all these decades, and then there's of course these National Geographic stories of travel around the world in the heyday of the '50s and '60s that people still remember. People grew up seeing Airstreams on the road and going, someday I'm going to get one of those. I mean, there's, this, the, there's just the, the history alone has what's been made. You know, Airstream this sort of um, you know a, a brand that you aspire to finally get into, and it's, of course it's so visually distinctive. That, you know, it's almost a generic people see any kind of uh, rounded aluminum trailer from the 50s or 60s, and you know, that's an Airstream, <laughs> even though it might be a, a Silverstreak or a Spartan or, you know, or something or an Evian right. or something like that. But that's just associated with Airstream. They're, they're the, the last man standing in the rounded aluminum trailer market. And so, yeah, it's, it's really got a passionate following you know, that's not to say that you don't get passionate followings in other brands. You do. I mean, the forest river owners group is incredibly passionate. The people who have the casitas and scamps, the fiberglass trailers are very passionate about their brands. Yeah. At the high end, you've got these people in the giant motor coaches and they all flock together, you know, so that happens across many, many brands. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Airstream has a a corner on that, but I think the Airstream passion is unique. And I think the proof is in the pudding. Airstream Life has survived for all these years, and there is no other print brand-specific magazine out there in the RV industry.
2: And it's a cool magazine. So if you have any interest in Airstreams, that's a great resource.
1: And are those owners still the ones that have worked their way up from a tent to a pop-up to a trailer to an Airstream? Or are more people no. starting out with Airstreams?
0: Yeah, this is the fascinating shift that has occurred. and It's been going on for a decade now, but really ramped up lately. When I started with Airstream, 16% of new Airstreams were sold to people who had never owned an RV before. So to put it another way, 84% of sales were to people who had previously owned an Airstream. They were repeat buyers. Then sometime in, I don't know, maybe say 2006, seven, we noticed that statistic going up to 20% of new owners had never owned an Airstream before. And then it was 30%. And these days it's over 40%. Wow! So nearly half of people who buy an Airstream today have never owned any brand of RV in their lives. They're just kind of coming out of the gate. And my theory is what's happening is we've got a lot of baby boomers a huge you know there's just there's 10,000 baby boomers retiring every single day every single mm-hmm. day it's a huge wave demographic wave of people and there's a lot of wealth in the baby boomer segment and uh, those people are saying, you know, we've always wanted to travel this way. They've flown around the world. They've stayed in nice hotels. They've eaten in the best restaurants. They've owned businesses. They've been successful in their lives. And they've traveled very, very well. Now they're like, we want to slow down and we want to travel by road. It looks really cool. We want to go to the national parks or whatever they want to do. And they're going, okay, what's the best vehicle to do that? Let's right. go right to the top. So it's kind of like, it's like somebody who never had a driver's license, hits 65 and suddenly says, I want to buy me a Mercedes. <laughs> we just we, we did Yeah, we just didn't see this coming. I mean, it was it was really wild. They've been watching this number ramp up over the years and I'm just like, I cannot believe that 40% of people who buy an airstream have never owned an RV of any type, but that's the reality. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, I wonder how that correlates in general because all of a sudden because of the pandemic RV sales are just through the roof. And I think Airstream recently announced some of their travel trailers. There's a two-year wait for them. Yes. Which is crazy. It's,
0: yeah, yeah, it's unprecedented. Yeah. I was just at the Airstream factory in September, and I got a chance to tour, tour the new factory that they built they uh just did a major expansion into a, a huge building that they built and it's it's the largest RV assembly facility in North America i think possibly the world it's it's just gigantic and they are commenting on this exact situation is that they can't keep up with it they they built this factory was in the planning way before the pandemic they were thinking well we need to expand let's build this building and we'll be, they built it to like 125% of what they thought they would ever need just for a little expansion space. And when the pandemic hit, the building wasn't even fully completed and they were already using 100% of the space.
2: Oh,
0: man. Wow. And you know these factories are enormously expensive. We're talking tens of millions of dollars put into a facility like this. So it's not like Airstream's just going to go build another one. <laughs> so they're just going to make it work, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> they're going to do what they can with this building. And they're cranking out Airstreams. And of course, they're constrained by the same problems as everybody else supply chain problems labor shortages. It's not a demand problem. It's strictly a production problem. So from what I understand, if you place an order today, you might see an Airstream in about eight months. But the two-year thing, which I did here, is that even if they go at full production for the next two years, it's going to take two years to cl- clean up the backlog because sales are still happening. Right. right. So if they sold not one more Airstream as of today, it would take them eight months to clean up the backlog, maybe a year. But because they can expect sales to continue oh, it's going to take two years sure okay. okay
2: well and plus there's also dealer inventory at least typically in the RV space, a lot of these dealers have almost no inventory so if airstream there is no
0: inventory in Airstream yeah it, there's it, none there's none. I can just, I can just tell you every airstream that hits a dealer showroom is already what they call retail sold, mm-hmm. which means they sold it to a customer before it even landed on a lot. There, there's zero inventory in pretty much any dealer around. It's just so. nuts. It's nuts. It's a, it's a weird time that we're living <laughs> in, but it's great for the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, are you finding that you have just as passionate a group of owners in the travel trailer space as I know Airstream makes some Class B vans? And, of course, they made... Mm-hmm like proper class A motorhomes for a while, including the funeral coach that we just wrote about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> the funeral coach. There was a whole bunch of, by the way, just as an aside, I've written articles about, the, about that. In that period when they made the funeral coach, they also made an airport transporter. They tried to make an ambulance. They made bookmobiles. Oh. They made urban sort of SWAT vehicles, tactical assault vehicles, believe it or huh. not. I've seen one of those. There was a whole bunch of things they tried to make on that motorhome platform. The funeral coach was just kind of the most interesting (laughs) of the whole bag. Well, that's because people were dying to get in. Oh, gee. Oh, yeah, yeah. The last great ride of your life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I
1: finally made it into an airstream.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's a one-way trip. We had all kinds of jokes. Of course, it comes with. uh, Yeah, the transmission is four four on the floral. Oh. um, It comes with hair, air conditioning. <laughs> oh, sorry, that one has to be in print. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> but anyway, you know, for the airs. Anyway, never mind. So that, that was an aside. What was your question again? <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> this is how our podcast
2: goes. Are you seeing just as passionate an owner base with the, like the, the class Bs? And I think they make a class C now as well. Sort of a B plus. They do.
0: It's a full C, yeah. So um, Airstream stopped making the Class As in uh, 05. I think they might have been an 06 model year, but that was when they wrapped them up. And they're not going to go back into the Class A business, just as an aside. The Class Bs, they've been making the interstate van, uh, which is based on the Mercedes Sprinter chassis for quite a while. And it's very successful. It's the most expensive class B you can buy. I think it's about $189,000 right now, but it's also a top seller. So you can't, you can't argue with that. Yeah, They make the class C is called the Atlas. Yep. And it's also based on the Mercedes Sprinter chassis, but it's, it's of course, it's a full cutaway with the, with the class C body on it. It's very nice. That one runs about a quarter million dollars. It seems to be that Airstream is selling every single one they can produce, and again they're they're capacity constrained here because they have to get the sprinter chassis from Mercedes, mm-hmm. and of course Mercedes has its own problems, so I think they're at a point where basically if if they can get a sprinter chassis out of Mercedes, they've got somebody lined up to buy it
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that Atlas is unusual in that the entire bot the fiberglass portion of the body is one big piece mm-hmm. so it's a, it's mm-hmm. a neat. Concept.
0: It's a neat motorhome. Have you, if you haven't been inside one, um, it's really, it's very clearly a two person retirement vehicle. It's not an off road kind of adventure vehicle in any way. You know, it's based on the design, I think, interior design of other Class Cs there with the Murphy bed that comes down. But it's definitely got this feel of it's about uh, a living space. There's a vestigial kitchen. It's almost, you know, barely a kitchen in my opinion. But there's an <laughs> enormous bathroom and a big <laughs> bed and a Big TV you know so it's kind of a it's kind of a motel room is what mm-hmm. it is, and I think that kind of points to the audience that's buying that. They want a really cushy, nice place to stay, but it's not the kind of vehicle that I think most people associate with you know pulling it out into the desert somewhere and boondocking that's just not what it's yeah.
2: for right. Okay. And you have some other things that you are involved with including an airstream store where you sell all kinds of cool parts for airstreams and and, and
1: other, other RVs.
0: Yeah, well, the store is a spin-off of the magazine. I mean, the magazine was the beginning of the whole thing. I've always had a little bit of a store. We sold back issues and hats and things like that, you know, which everybody does. And then sometime about 4 years ago, I realized that my store was You know, we had added some products and it was getting more and more popular. And we decided to dedicate some effort to seeing how far the store could go as its own thing. And it just took off. And then the pandemic really accelerated it. So the store is now the major part of the business. (laughs) And the magazine is, of course, critical. But Uh really, I spend most of my time working on the store side of things these days. What we try to do is be different. A lot of people go out there and they just sort of hook up with whatever Amazon has and they sell that or they pick up a catalog from one of the distributors of Stag Parkway or one of these other major companies. Then they, they sell all the Me Too products that you could buy at Camping World. I didn't see any point in that. And so I started developing products that I thought airstreamers needed that nobody else sold. Like I'm like, hey, how come an airstream doesn't come with spare tire changing tools? As a matter of fact, almost no RVs, yeah, have, mm-hmm. or at least right. trailers. It's really weird, isn't it? There's there's no tire changing. And people think, oh, well, the ones in my truck will do. And they don't work.
2: When people discover that there's no way to change a tire is when... they are stuck on the side of the road. At least Airstreams (laughs) come with Goodyears. Some of them come with, like, (laughs) Maypops.
0: Maypops. I know. <laughs> well, to be fair, for a long time, Airstream came with the Goodyear Marathon, which really was a Maypop, yeah. in my opinion. But they switched to the Goodyear Endurance tire, and we could get a whole tire discussion, but I think it's a much better tire. It's a, it's a really good tire. So the Endurances are, are real tires, and they actually work. But yeah, so you're by the side of the road, and that's, you're right. That's exactly when people find the bad news is that, oh, we have no way to get this tire off. And the the truck tire tools don't fit and the jack doesn't work underneath the Airstream. And so I said, this is crazy. I put together a tire changing kit of my own design with all the tools in it that you would need, including things like a safety vest and instructions packaged together in this cool little padded bag. So it would go right into the Airstream storage compartment. And we have sold that for years. And it's one of our most popular products because... You need it, huh? Yeah. You know, it's just crazy to me that that's never been offered. But it's, it seems to be an RV industry standard. Was the, you know, I'm sorry, changing a tire that's beyond you. And even today, a lot of the RV brands, their attitude is, well, we gave you a couple years of coach net you know, which is like triple a. <laughs> Yeah. you know, and you can call and somebody will come do it for you. Have you ever tried that by the way?
1: Thank goodness. No. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. Calling for help. Let me tell you what, it does not work. Yeah, uh, We've, <laughs> heard, we've yeah. heard stories. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible experience, especially if you're out West, you know, and I live out in Arizona. So we travel a lot in the West and half the time the cell phone doesn't work. The other, the rest of the time you're out of the service area, you yeah, know, you're, too you're nowhere near from, it'll take. Yeah. yeah wherever they yeah. are. Yeah, it's just not going to work. So you have to have this. So this is the kind of product that I just, I would see a problem and go, wait a second, we need this. How come nobody sells this? And so I would make that product. So as a result, our store is filled with all these home built products, essentially, that we've put together kits for maintaining the electrical stuff and for maintaining the propane and for, you know, fixing this problem or that problem or solving a leak or whatever. We put all these things together and we sell them directly to the Airstreamers. And since nobody else does that, we essentially have no competition and we have a a lot of loyalty from our customers who are like, hey, somebody's (laughs) doing this for us. So as with the print publication, you know, print niche publishing is about specializing. It's about speaking very specifically to your audience about the thing that they're interested in and no fluff. And it's the same thing with the store. We don't carry fluffy products that might work or somebody else has at a different price. We only carry the stuff that we know will work and it's specifically designed for to solve a problem that airstreamers will have at some point in their career. So that's been kind of our MO for the whole thing that's really served us well.
2: Well, and a lot of those products are good for a lot of different RVs and travel trailers. True. And so yes. we're going to have your store available through our website. Yes.
0: Yes. And we're excited about that. This is a new thing for us. We've never worked with affiliates before, but we we talked to you, we found out about you guys and we thought you know, there's a good relationship there, and we'd like to try it out with you. This is actually accidental on my part. For example, I wanted a better whitewater hose. Everybody buys the same, more or less the same <laughs> one, those those cheap white vinyl hoses. I'm sure you've had a well, we ones. Yeah, we
2: have a story about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, that sounds interesting. I bet I've heard a version of it oh, yeah, I want to hear sure. Yeah. But anyway, so those white hoses are really cheap, and they don't last. They, they, get a, they develop an aneurysm, or they leak, or you know, you run over them with your truck and they pop or, you know, you freeze it and it's damaged or whatever. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm buying a new white hose every two or three years and it costs me $30 every time I do it. There's gotta be a better solution up there. So I found a better solution and it's been, again, one of our popular products we call it the ultimate RV water hose and it's a coil hose. So it takes up a fraction of the space. It weighs only about a pound and a half for 50 or maybe three pounds for 50 feet of hose. So it's really light. It fits into this little carry bag, it lasts forever. You can freeze it. You can run over <laughs> it with your truck. You can have your dog chew on it. You know, it won't be affected by high water pressure. So if they go, Oh, we got white water pressure. You got to put a pressure regulator on it. You can just laugh at the guy and say, Nope, I don't need one. Nothing will damage this hose. It will outlast the cockroaches. <laughs> and so we put it in our store and just said, Hey, guys, there's a better way. And again, turned out to be a really popular thing. And then that, that's something every RVer should have, in my opinion. Why keep buying a $30 hose every couple of years when you, for 80 or $90, you can buy one that's going to just last you forever. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So that's what we do.
2: That is awesome, Rich. We really appreciate your taking your time today to talk with us. And if somebody wants to check out Airstream Life, where would they go?
0: They would go to AirstreamLife.com. And the store is linked from there, but it's also got its own URL. It's store.airstreamlife.com.
2: Or you'll be able to find it at StresslessCamping.com yes. in our <laughs> discounts and deals section.
0: And and that is true. And I would encourage people, go directly to Stressless Camping because we really want to support the people who support us, the affiliates like you guys. I would love to see a lot of people come to Stressless Camping and check out the stuff that is you know, not specific to Airstreams that works for all kinds, because, you know, tire pressure monitoring, water hoses, various tools, every RVer needs this stuff. Yeah. And you might as well get the good right. stuff. And
2: by the way, for our audience, how we connected, we were at an FMCA rally and ran into you and saw the, some of the things you had there and bought
0: mm-hmm.
2: some. <laughs> yes, <they've> great. <laughs> so that's a Hey, we yeah. need to further this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you guys bought the gas yes, stop, didn't did. you? Mm-hmm. and
2: it was it's it's yeah. a great tool so that's another thing you can yeah. buy through your store is the gas stop
0: yeah or you can buy it through stressless camping <laughs> you know and i think people should because they you know this, this is a this is a fun podcast you guys have you put a lot of work into it and so
1: thank you. Um, oh, thank i hope you.
0: people support you. Thank you all right well yeah.
1: rich thank you so much for taking some time and talking to us the only thing maybe not relevant is the parts specific to an airstream that we we don't need to buy because we don't have one
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well we'd love to get you in the fold you know <laughs> i don't get a commission or anything but i do love to, to, to make new airstream friends <laughs> all right well thank, thank you thank you again oh thank you guys it's been fun
1: We love being part of the largest club of RVers with events, rallies, tours, resources, and more. And you can be too.
2: That's the FMCA and it's not just for motorhomes anymore. Now any RVer can join the FMCA and enjoy their fantastic benefits.
1: Yeah, like chapters where people of common interest gather and go on outings and adventures together. It's a great way to meet other RVers who share your interest or location.
2: But there are other great resources too, like a beautiful magazine, forums, videos, tutorials, and so much more.
1: And don't forget the incredible programs like Medical Assist, where the FMCA is there for you in the event of a medical emergency on the road.
2: Yes, and we signed up for the FMCA's Roadside Assistance, which specializes in RVs and offers towing to the nearest qualified repair facility, no matter how many miles away it is. It's a great optional program that's been part of the FMCA for years.
1: Plus, of course, we've got a good deal for you. New members can save $10 on an FMCA membership. We've got the details and more information on this terrific organization on our discounts and deals page at StresslessCamping.com.
2: Join us and other RV enthusiasts at an upcoming rally or gathering and save money in the process. Now Now that's Stressless Stressless Camping. Camping.
1: Well, we don't do this every week, but occasionally we have a recipe of the week (laughs) to share. And oh man, we found a recipe this week. Tony found the recipe and I tried it with absolutely no expectations of goodness.
2: (laughs) No, that's, you know what? That's absolutely right. We both were like, eh, this ain't going to work. This is
1: not going to be a cookie. But guess what? If you mix, and it's so easy, a cup of sugar, a cup of peanut butter, and an egg, mix it all together, roll it in a ball, smash it with a fork, and bake it, you guys- It's a peanut butter cookie. Cookie. It's not a weird texture. It's not (laughs) like you can't tell. I don't know. We're both like
2: astounded about (laughs) the fact that the texture and, of course, the flavor. I mean, heck, it's peanut butter, sugar, and an egg.
1: Right. You don't even get that flour flavor that's always in the way of the peanut butter. Right.
2: And we used Laura Scudder's peanut butter smooth because, you know,
1: that's his only way.
2: Chunky's wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: Yeah, go ahead. I didn't debate me on that. But anyway, <laughs> we use Laura cutters, which is basically just peanuts and salt. Yep. Cup of that, a cup of sugar and an egg and bing, bang, boom. Oh, and, and bake it in your RV oven.
1: Well, yeah, of course. So that is also an article that we put on the website. We'll put a link to that. And our recipes have a downloadable printable PDF file of the recipe. So in case it's hard to remember <laughs> <the> three ingredients, <laughs> this one felt a little bit funny making a printable version, but But on those other recipes that have a lot of involvement, that's necessary. This one wasn't necessarily necessary. It's amazing
2: that I can remember anything. And the fact that I can remember the details of a recipe says a lot about how easy it is. (laughs) And I mean, honestly, you're on the road. What do you have? You probably have peanut butter. You probably have sugar. And you probably have eggs. So bing, bang, boom. You want cookies. There you go. You could even add chocolate chips
1: you could even add chocolate chips and And i found found some in the cabinet today so
2: guess what we're doing today
1: (laughs) more cookies
2: by the way we are at our sticks and bricks because we are having a bunch of work done on our trailer to get ready for more adventures that's right Speaking of trailers, I do a daily review over at RV Travel, which is a really popular feature over there. And this week I looked at Airstream's single axle trailers, very specifically the Airstream Bambi 20FB and the Airstream Caravelle 20FB. The Airstream Bambi 20FB starts at $62,900. The Caravelle is $76,900. The Bambi and Caravelle lines are the same floor plans with the Caravelle offering more stuff basically. So what this is, is it's a small single axle trailer with a bed across the front. It's got a booth dinette. It's got a dry bath, which is kind of nifty. And obviously a cooking surface and a sink. The interesting thing, you know, no airstreams have slide rooms, of course. The travel trailers are still built the way Airstream travel trailers are. They're, you know, that typical aluminum looks like an airstream, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> or it looks like a holiday house or <laughs> it looks like No, it doesn't look like a holiday house. <laughs> no, but remember when Rich said everything that's silver, everyone just thinks it's Oh, a- well, <laughs> not a holiday
2: house, but maybe a Spartan. Oh, or Spartan, a- sorry. Yeah, there are a number of Trailers, Yeah, Airstream is the last man standing in this, you know, aluminum trailer (laughs) business. So what the Caravelle offers for the extra about $13,000, it's got a power tongue jack. And, you know, the manual jack in the Bambi is your typical lousy manual tongue jack. And on some of the Grand Design Explorers, they have this manual tongue jack that you can operate with an electric drill. I like that. That's an elegant solution and... Anyway, so the Caravelle has the power tongue jack. It's got windows built by Airstream, which are a little bit more elaborate than the hair windows, H-E-H-R, hair windows in the Bambi. It's got those like elephant ear protectors on the front, so it's like an extra sheet of material out on the front the bambi just has basically a clear sticker on it and that aluminum does get damaged by rocks and stuff
1: are elephant ears like shutters
2: no it's like they wrap around the front the lower front of the trailer to protect the aluminum or aluminum if you're listening in in england (laughs) yeah they're they stay in place and you can replace them okay and i don't know if they call them elephant ears but that's what they look like to me Uh, The Caravelle has ultra leather interior, although I like the cloth in the Bambi, specifically the blue cloth. (laughs) It does have a ducted AC, the Caravelle does, which makes for an additional three inches of headroom. Nicer cooking surface with three burners and grates, and a bumper with additional storage. You know, if you're like, well, why would a little trailer cost so much money, right? I mean, let's be honest. That's not cheap for a single axle, 20 right. foot long yeah. travel trailer. They're a
1: lot more than the same size travel trailer that we have.
2: Yeah, a lot more. They can be double. So, I mean, part of it is just that construction, right? The The construction is not cheap to make. Aluminum's not a cheap product. Uh, one of the things that they have done... You know, Rich, I think, alluded to when you restore an Airstream, the first thing you do on the older ones is you take the body off and replace that wooden subfloor. Well, they don't use a wooden subfloor anymore. They now have a man-made material, so that issue is gone. They have tankless water heaters. They have these things called sea-level tank monitors that are not... Oh, yeah, I want those. Man, they're fantastic. They operate in 1% increments, and they are not inside the tank. They're outside the tank, so they are less likely to get goofed up by... Using the tank, <laughs> you get a real mattress you don't have to throw away. The materials inside are high quality, and let's be honest, they have a very high resale value. Sure, the downside tanks are small, storage is small, and on these 20 FBs, the bed is up in a pocket sort of in the front. And mm, somebody's got a cry- yeah, <laughs> I wish that they had taken this and honestly get rid of the stupid dinette. And just put twin beds and a table like in the GeoPro that I also reviewed recently.
1: Right. So the twin beds are also like a dinette, yeah. but with a free floating table that you can take out of the way for bedtime. Yeah. And if yeah. you
2: want a big old king bed, you could put the table down and yeah. bing, bang, boom, you got a big old king bed in the front. So more options. I think one of the things Airstream kind of thinks traditionally, like it has to have these things. Mm, and I think for yeah. a smaller trailer... Maybe you think a little differently.
1: Right, right.
2: Anyway, two nifty trailers and, you know, a lot of the Airstream Ness. The reason (laughs) we saw a lot of these up when we were in the Pacific Northwest a couple weeks ago being pulled by Honda Ridgelines. I don't know why I, I noticed so many of them up there. And it just I don't know about pulling a
1: a trailer <laughs> of
2: this weight with a ridgeline. It it's too close to capacity. And yeah. I'll put a link to our towing episode. That is our most popular podcast episode of all time. And it has how to figure out your tow weights. And I wonder if people towing these airstreams with ridge lines would look at those numbers and go, Uh oh. Whoops. I did. <laughs> anyway, a couple of nifty little trailers. Yeah.
1: So in staying with the Airstream theme, (laughs) because we talked to Rich and Tony highlighted a couple of Airstream trailers. Also, the Airstream store, as we introduced to you a little while ago and talked more about today, and of course is on our website. We shop at the Airstream store, (laughs) of course, and we just replaced our water hose. Now, in the interview, you heard us tell Rich that we had a story and we didn't tell him the story.
2: No. So,
1: Rich, I hope you're listening because here's our story. <laughs>
2: here's the story. We
1: had the typical white water hoses and we actually had them for a few years. when oh, And yeah. they were fine. They're
2: probably like five years old.
1: Yeah. Well, um, they started to spring a leak at yeah. the connector, right? Which is the most common place for them to spring a leak. So, we decided to get... A new hose. And so we were at a store and they had the zero G hoses.
2: Yeah, and they're supposed to be super fantastic. People
1: love well, we got one and we used it two or three times and the connector started leaking like worse than the original white hose. It
2: sprayed a lot. I don't
1: know what the heck happened, but and no, we weren't missing a washer. We checked that. We tried without the water pressure regulator to see if it was just too much pressure. I don't know. But anyway, we didn't have that zero G in action for very long at all. And it was leaking like crazy. In fact, if you watched the video that we made about our Thetford portable waste tank, and we said we filled it with fresh water, that's how we did it. It was the dripping coming from (laughs) that new hose that we got. So we... Took Rich's advice, and we went to the Airstream Life store, and we bought two 25-foot water hoses in a nylon bag. In a
2: fancy bag. Like a fancy
1: duffel bag. So it takes up a small amount of space. They're tightly coiled. They are, as he said, bulletproof. They're so strong-feeling, and I know that I could step on it, and I wouldn't crush it. I'm not going to do that, but...
2: (laughs) No, we're going to take care of our new hoses. Right, exactly. Well, we took care of the old hoses. I mean, the first, the cheap white ones lasted five years. Yeah,
1: exactly. So those hoses are going to serve us well, I think, for a very, very long time. I hope so. And they are neatly packaged in a bag. And we're very, very pleased with those. Yeah, they,
2: they are coiled. They... They, the bag is fairly small. I like that with the bag, the hoses don't go touching all the other stuff in, in the storage yeah. compartment. So there's a lot. You know, buy the best and cry only once. Right, I mean, right. that's the bottom line. And so there's a number of things in the Airstream Life store that are kind of universal, including these hoses. And boy, they're they're just terrific. I'm right. very impressed with them. So
1: it's too bad we didn't meet Rich a little bit sooner before yeah. we got the Zero G hose.
2: Well, we did. We met him at the FMCA Well, but we didn't
1: talk to him about things. that. (laughs) No, we bought
2: that zero-G hose and we got hosed.
1: (laughs) There you go. So, I could have asked Santa for a new hose, (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't have to, because we already got one. But last week, we asked you the question of the week, because we presented to you our holiday gift guide, and so I wanted to see how many of you were paying attention and what Uh, you uh, added uh, to uh, the uh. list that we told you about. Oh, So like our gift guide, the answers came in very varied, very varied, (laughs) very varied. (laughs) There was everything from a Certain kind of potato chip that Beth can't get where she lives.
2: Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I w- I'm, now I'm curious about those.
1: All the way up to Lonnie and Joelle, who both want new campers. Hey! Yeah. And of course, Ashley listened really well, and she wants everything on the list. Wow. And Ashley, I hope your Santa is very generous and gets <laughs> or, those yeah, things for you. We're quite
2: wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long list with a lot of options. Everything from inexpensive to, oh my gosh! So Yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, thank you all for participating and letting us know what you want. I hope that you all get what you are looking for for Christmas.
2: Indeed. And that was over on our Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group, which uh, is a place that's fun and friendly for you to go. And we ask a question every week. And this week...
1: This week, I want to know, is it important for you to have a separate shower in your bathroom or are you perfectly happy with a wet bath?
2: I'd like to add, if you don't like the wet bath why
1: yeah yeah please
2: you know we each have our thoughts on this and i will go we over will and share weigh in ours over there. Yeah. oh yeah <laughs> but i'm just curious to see what what folks say so uh, again our stressless camping facebook our stress camping podcast, podcast facebook, facebook group, group. <laughs> i can say <laughs> There's a link on our website on StresslessCamping.com.
1: And also on the website, you can sign up for our weekly newsletter.
2: That would be a great idea. You know, be nice if you only send like one email a week and it's about, you know, the different things we cover and some of the other stuff and out there. And some of things in the things that RV other world. people
1: cover, right. Oh, things that we, we find do that. Yeah. <laughs> things that we find out there. In the RV world that we think that people would be interested in.
2: This week, there's a lot of of stuff, including some changes that could really affect your RV experience.
1: Okay. Well, get in there and sign up for the newsletter then. If you've already been on the website and a pop-up doesn't come up again, then just go to the bottom of any page and you can sign up there.
2: Yep. By the way, this week I had to change the website to do that cookies thing you know like every annoying website ever says we use cookies and and, and that's there now so
1: but read it it's not the typical message yeah I had
2: fun (laughs) with it I'm like yeah if you're going to make me put a a dilly whomper on the website I'm going to make it funny so there you go of course that's also the place where you can get discounts and deals on the best things you'll need for your stressless camping adventure
1: that's right just go to the discounts and deals page or if you're all done looking at all the discounts and deals and signing up and, re- and yeah. accepting the cookies, then go to the top of the page and use those links to Facebook and Instagram and all those social media places, yeah. including the stressless camping podcast facebook group where you can read and answer the questions
2: (laughs) (laughs) and of course if you don't want to miss a future episode of the stressless camping podcast you know there's never any charge and you can subscribe on any podcast app or just go to our website at stresslesscamping.com we are always saving you a seat around our virtual campfire
1: And while you're there also, or when you're in your podcast listening app, we sure would appreciate if you could go in and give us a review. Those reviews are so very helpful to us.
2: Yes, they are. It tells Apple and others that people are listening and that we are serving you well. And then they use that information to... Tell the world, hey, this stresses camping podcast ain't half bad. Ain't half bad. Ain't half bad. So <laughs> there you go. Anyway, thank you again for joining us this week. Do you have an airstream or, not? or hey, not? Leave a picture. What the heck? Yeah. We're always happy to see what you're out there doing and enjoying and all of that. For and sure. Most of all, we really appreciate you listening and Happy, happy Camping! camping.